Today we're going to talk about the Lord's forerunner, John the Baptist. He was an example every bit as much as what he was a messenger. His task was one of the greatest in all of history. Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight his paths. John's job was to begin his ministry of baptism, preach a message of repentance, and help to prepare others for when the Messiah would come. Messages are important. A good one can inspire armies, and a bad one can destroy spirits. One time I received a message that caught me off guard. It was in a text message. It read, This is your mother. I've had enough of this. Come home right now. I'm taking your cell phone. At the time, I was on my parents' cell phone plan, so I was really nervous. At the time, I didn't know what made my mother so angry. But then I looked at the phone number. It wasn't my mother at all. So I gave this other lady a phone call, and I let her know that she gave the message to the wrong person. I can only imagine how she felt when she heard that. Or how about, how about this? In 2014, I turned 30 years old. I didn't think much of it until one day I got a text message from my best friend uh, from college. And this is what he said. He said, hey, Melissa, this is Steve. What time did you want me to come over for Bill's surprise party? <laughs> Messages can help us to get ready for what is to come. That is exactly what John the Baptist did. He inspired many by his messages and his life. John was destined to be a great man. His mother was a woman named Elizabeth, and his father was a man by the name of Zechariah. He was a priest, and back then, being a priest was a big deal, so his family's probably pretty wealthy. But despite the fact of their wealth, the one thing that they lacked was the ability to have children. Elizabeth was barren. John the Baptist was given to Elizabeth before Jesus was born. He grew up and learned a lot from his parents about Messiah, and he became a man of incredible character. In fact, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. John helped the world get ready for Jesus. He cleared the path for the coming of the king. Now, John chapter 1 talks about the eternal origins of Jesus. And in that same chapter, with in just a couple verses into it, it pauses to talk about John the Baptist. So this had to be something really important for it to interrupt the origins of Jesus to talk about this man. So in the beginning of the book of John, verses 1, 6 through 9, we read, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness, a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. John was a messenger to let people know that the Messiah was in the world. He lived such an extraordinary life that people thought that maybe he was the Messiah. John 1, 19-20 says, This was John's testimony when the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, Who are you? He didn't deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. His testimony about the Messiah was then revealed 
in verse 26 and 27 where he says, I baptize with water. John answered them, Someone stands among you, but you don't know him. He is the one coming after me whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to untie. John set such a great example for everyone. He didn't perform any miracles. He wasn't a recognized professional. His sole function in life was to baptize and preach the gospel. The man ate locusts and honey and wore a camel skin and a leather belt for clothes. There is nothing impressive about him except for his integrity. His description makes it clear to me that he was a holy man who took something called the Nazarite Oath. Because of this, he wouldn't even allow alcohol to touch his lips. It had to be clear he was preaching not from a spirit of drunkenness, but by the Spirit of God. Now, what made him particularly dangerous was that he could not be bought by the Romans or the Pharisees or the Sadducees. He didn't seek money and fame. He only wanted to make Jesus known to the world. His reputation was so great that everyone feared arresting him. Do you remember what Jesus asked the Pharisees about John? You know, in that interaction where they were asking Jesus by what authority that he preached? Well, in Mark chapter 11, verses 30 through 32, Jesus asked, Was John's baptism from heaven or of human origin? Answer me. They discussed it among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say, Then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, they were afraid of the crowd, because everyone thought that John was truly a prophet. The Lord is coming back one day. It could very well be in our lifetime. If not in our lifetime, the Lord is coming back for you one day. How are you viewed among your peers? And I'm not asking if uh, you are liked or spoken well of. Sometimes that isn't the best way to measure your standing with God. The Pharisees knew that they needed to take John seriously because he was the real deal. We are like John the Baptist. After all, we are the forerunners of the Lord's second coming, and now we are the messengers. I'd like to thank you for joining us for today's message. Again, my name is Bill Sang. You can join us for our church services at 1030 in the morning on Sundays. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.